Day two, to God be the glory. Great things he has taught us, great things he has done, and greater rejoicing in Jesus the Son, but purer and higher and greater will be our wonder, our worship when Jesus we see. By Fanny Crosby. We are told countless times in scripture to be humble and meek. Proverbs 11.2 says, When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Proverbs 16.18 says, Pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. And Romans 12.16 says, Live in harmony with one another. Do not be pr- Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do you ever have days when you feel like you've got it all together? Not too often, but occasionally. My hair looks fantastic. My boss praises my work. My friends compliment my organization. My house is clean. I have plans for the weekend, and my family is happy. I feel pretty good about myself, and for a moment, I think, I've got this, but that's total pride, and I'm usually just an afternoon away from some sort of ambush that tends to send me spiraling. Pride is self-deceiving. As I reflect on my pride, I think the worst is when I boast in my accomplishments to others and have an outward attitude of pride. God does not want us to live in arrogance and pride. No one likes a braggart or a know-it-all. Instead, we ought to be praising God for his goodness in allowing those seasons of greatness. It's not me who has it all together, but God who works all things together for the good of those who love him. See Philippians 1.6. John 3.30 says, He must become greater, I must become less. We allow God to develop humility in us when we are teachable and willing to admit our mistakes. Think back to the passage we read yesterday from Philippians. We are called to be like-minded, have humility, and consider the interests of other people. This doesn't mean that we think lowly of ourselves. We do need to be confident and have self-esteem. Look back on to our lessons in week two on self-love if you need a refresher. But we do need to have a realistic, humble view of ourselves. When someone compliments you, be genuine and say thank you. Do not respond in a self-deprecating tone saying, oh, it's nothing or I did terrible. But you also don't need to brag and gush over how wonderful you are. Humility means thinking truly. We shouldn't self-promote, but we also don't need to put ourselves down. So where do you tend to fall on the humility scale with I'm a loser on one side, diva on the other side, and humility in the middle? Hopefully, you've seen through this study that God wants us to find balance in our lives and to avoid the extremes. So how do we find that balance? 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10 says, But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. It's okay to be weak. 
You don't have to have all the answers. We all have areas of strength and also areas in which we're not as strong. We don't have to have it all together. This life is hard, and that is why we have the Holy Spirit to help us through. Our hardships allow room for the Spirit to work, and when we acknowledge this to others, we point people to Jesus, which is our ultimate goal. Also remember, when you are serving others, help them with an attitude of humility. You don't need to brag about your good deeds to others, see Matthew 6, 3-4, and you should not hold it over those you are serving. What else can you do to make sure you have a humble attitude in your service to others?